What's up, what's up? It's your boy, K. Steele. Welcome to Words of Wisdom. And we are here. We're broadcasting out of the war room today. I'm here with my big bro, Thurman Baker. Say what's up to the people, sir. Hey, y'all. Glad to be here. So, I'm telling y'all right now, he got way more words of wisdom than just that right there. Okay, we just bringing the toes out today, huh? All right. <laughs> so, you know, you so we up in this thing, right? I thought right? we were doing something for real, man. You we are. We, we doing it for, for real, for real. This is, you know what I'm saying? Listen, folks, this is how me and my big bro get down. So we couldn't have it any other way. It would feel awkward if I couldn't just be myself with my big brother. Okay. So check this out. We're going to talk about... Today, today, me and my uh, big bro was talking a few few minutes before we got on, and we were talking about mental health and uh, the importance of it, how we should or shouldn't address it. Um, but tell the people how we came up with that. Why, why mental health? What's what's up with mental health, big bro? Mental health is an important subject. We know about all the downside. But the truth of the matter is, a lot of us are not aware how powerful the mind really is and how to activate it, how to turn the mind to work on our behalf. Oh, so that's all you're going to expound on? I'm, I'm listening. I'm learning, too. I'm a student. You know what I mean? So mental health, it comes in so many different forms, fashions. <laughs> it's so many different layers to mental health. And I think um, a lot of times, I think that people don't really know how to address it. You know, some people, they've been walking in dysfunction their whole life. So when someone comes and say, hey, that's off, maybe you should do something different. They're they're offended. You know, they're very defensive. And those kind of things happen. But it's so many different layers to mental health. And depending on which area you're dealing with is going to determine, you know, what results you get. Because some people can get very haughty, very prideful about mental health. Because to them, they're perfectly fine when they don't know that they have all these destructive behaviors. Well, a perfect example of that is that mental health begins when life starts for you. And it's very important to understand that your environment is your mental health. You're making decisions right now based upon what was recorded, like we're doing this podcast, this is going to go out to, to the world based upon what we're saying in the war room today. But how you're responding mentally is based upon how you uh, got the information recorded on your conscious, or on your subconscious, because that's what forms your day-to-day Routine. That's what forms your day-to-day habits. And being conscious of how I get or how I got where I am, that's a, a key to facing the challenges of today. So how do you, you know, um, me and my big bro were talking about how do you address people who don't seem to see that there is a problem? Um, and, and I gave a quick example. I was having a discussion with a gentleman uh, recently. And every time him and I have this discussion, uh, he never sees anything wrong. Like he never takes accountability. It's always deflected. It's always about somebody else and what they're doing. 
and he's doing everything right. So how do you address a person that has that uh, sort of mind frame because you want to engage, you want to have sensible conversations, but you see their behavior being the same. And it's that way every time you have those deep intellectual discussions. And it's almost like because it's like family situation, it's almost unavoidable. So how do you address that with that, that type of person? Well, I think you have to address it from what you have control over. And all of us, no matter where we are, no matter where we are in our walk, no matter where we are in our, in our class of life, must understand that you can't change them. What needs to change is you. So when I work on changing me, I actually literally change the condition or the perception of the situation. And that's where we're going to have the, the, the results because I have 100% control of me, but I have 0% control of Ken. That's the, the, the first step towards understanding what we're, what we're fighting, what we're, what we're challenged with. I think accountability, um, you're absolutely correct. And I think um, accountability is so important. We have to, my big bro asked me a question. It's like, how do you address that issue? Uh, like, how do you, what, what's your first start of addressing an issue of changing your mental state? You know, and there's, there's no one cookie cut answer. No, there, there, there's not going to be a, a cookie cut answer because even though God has designed us with basically the same parts or the same hardware, all of us have installed over our lifetime different software. For example, we have uh, seven pillars in our brain that control our function and our dysfunction and, and, and how we do things. But none of us function, or can I say it like this, the electricity that's sent to those pillars is different in every individual. Absolutely. So while we all have the same hardware, we don't all have the same electricity flowing to the different regions of the brain to get the maximum performance, the maximum functionality. That's why your personality and my personality is different. Even though we're both males and even though we're both uh, in the state of California living in Sacramento, we have some similarities, but there's a difference between us and that's called our personality. Right. Dope. So I think that the, the first place that, that we start is understanding where we want to go in our life and what we want to do. When we understand where we want to go and what we want to do, that determines whether or not I need to make some changes internally versus externally. From a spiritual perspective, God is always looking for us to work from the inside out opposed to the outside in. In other words, if the environment is not right, I don't try to change the environment. I change how I'm looking at the environment. And the prime example is we're, we're doing this podcast and, and, and I have on my wrap, I have on three layers of clothes and Ken is in, in short sleeves. But we are comfortable based upon 
how I perceive myself to be. Correct. So while he has no sleeves and I have on sleeves, that does not make us wrong or indifferent. That just means that I'm using this situation to evaluate my environment and therefore I put on more so that I could feel comfortable and he puts on less to arrive at the same comfortability. And then um, to, to piggyback on that, my big bro was talking about earlier, he's, he talked about how, like say for example, when you first start your day, um, and I completely agree, and when you first start your day, a lot of people, what they do is the first thing they wanna do is pick up the phone, uh, get on the computer, Facebook, and, I, and I've been guilty. I'm not, I'm not saying this to shame anybody or anything because I've, I've been guilty of doing it. But I do myself a favor and not make a habit of it. In other words, there is more important things to do at the very beginning part of my day. Uh, whether it's word of affirmation over uh, that I speak over myself because I re- I'd rather change what's on the inside before I change what's on the outside. Mm-hmm. So if I'm looking at Facebook, Instagram, social media sites, YouTube, all these things, the moment I wake up, I'm trying to change myself from an outward position instead of saying, okay, me, I'm a believer, we're Christian. So first thing I do is I pray, I get in that word of God, I fill up my inside with his truth. I spend my time in in praise and worship. So I spend my time with God. So that's helping my inner man and help me develop character and different things that God has for me at the very beginning versus looking for the world and looking at memes and it's all kind of sexual content on the social media. It's all kind of extra stuff going on on these sexual, um, these social media sites. And that's like trying to change yourself from the outward in versus inward out. Amen. If we, if we go from a, a spiritual perspective, the Bible states that we ought to uh, do things first. And the first thing we need to do is seek, which means to focus on the kingdom. And the kingdom is not a place where we go. It's a place where we live. And the kingdom is alive and well in you. If you have accepted Jesus as your savior and he's come into your heart, he's operating from the inside of you which makes you the kingdom, which makes your perception of the kingdom from the inside out. And that is how we move into setting our goals, meeting meeting our our classifications, getting education, everything that, that, that life has for us. God says, our creator, our designer, he says, seek these things first and all these things shall be added. So my, my first point of reference is the first thing I need to do is seek God. When I seek God, then I'm going to feel good. And when I feel good, I'll see God. So it's like a twofold. It's, I got you. Okay. Yeah. And then here, here's, here's a cross reference and understanding that, that particular concept. If I wake up and I do the same things every morning, then I become a product of not my present, but my past. That means that every morning I get up, I put my shoes on, I get up, I wash my face, I get up, I brush my teeth, I get up, and I start thinking about what's ahead of me in my day. 
but it starts from what my day ended like the day before because now I'm focused on what I might encounter based upon how the day ended. So I basically am starting another day in the past opposed to starting a day in the present and and, and moving toward the future. So there's a book that I got, and and I've said it on plenty of other podcasts, where it's um, called The Power of Habit. And many of you should go get it. Um, It's a lengthy read. It's a good read. But it talks about habit loops, creating new habit loops. And and what my big bro is, is saying is absolutely right. So... For example, you you get up in the morning, you get up, wash your face, brush your teeth, make up your bed in that order, right? When you was a kid, your mom tells you, get up, brush your teeth, wash your face and make up your bed. And you did this so much so that you begin to create habit loops. And anytime you do something out of the ordinary of that habit loop, you'll know, you'll figure it out. Like, wait a minute, I'm missing something. So what he's saying is we have to learn how to create these habit loops that are positive and productive in our day-to-day walk, right? In our mental constraint. Now, some people have real mental issues, um, but we all deal with something, right? And, And this is not just like a blanketed answer for everybody, but I think that as we, those of us who are believers, right? Cause we have a different array of people who listen Uh to the podcast those who are believers their first day part of the day is spending that time with god so that becomes that created um that habit loop for them other people who just like motivation and different things they listen to motivational speaking which i do from time to time they listen to different things but most importantly one of the best things we can all do in the midst of us uh dealing with our own mental health is uh, to create those new habit loops is that we have to do some self-reflecting. We gotta hold ourselves accountable for um, just our, our frame of mind, where we are. We gotta take our we gotta take accountability for where we are. We can't blame shift. We can't say it's somebody else's fault. At some point, as adults, we gotta take that ownership. And I feel like some people are not at that space. It's hard to even bring it to them. Why? It's hard to bring it to them because. The habit is such a habit that they defend it to the death. (laughs) They they cannot see another way. Right. And if I can't see another way, I'm affected by by change. And change is uncomfortable. You You never be able to change anything in your life unless you're first willing to change. And in order to change, you got to get past the uncomfortability. But change and being uncomfortable is not something that's bad. That just lets you know that's what you got to get through. Because if I want uh, uh, a skeletal body that that's, that that has every proportion, I got to be willing to do the work in order to get that body. I gotta I gotta modify uh, my habit in terms of eating. I That's gotta, first. <laughs> I gotta, I, I gotta modify my, my habit in terms of how how much sleep I get. I gotta modify how much exercise I get. I gotta mod. There's there's modification in every aspect of life, and it all depends on where you're trying to go. It all depends on what you're trying to be, and how fast you want to get there. So so to touch on this, right? And 
So since we deal with so many different aspects of mental health, you got generational things that people deal with. You have, um, you got habits. People got certain habits that try to numb the pain. There's so many different answers and aspects of mental health that you're gonna find what works for you. But I think at the at the end of the day, you have to take that look in the mirror and say, okay, what is it about me that I can change? At the end of the day, it's about you making a, a sound decision to say, I'm gonna change something. Because we can come on here, give you opinion, we can even bring facts, right? We can bring you scripture and from a spiritual perspective, but at the end of the day, if you're unwilling to change something, you're gonna stay lost. And it's not gonna be everybody else's fault. No matter if, if you use this term uh, or this, um, the mindset. If you, if you have the same mindset when you're going into relationships and you wonder why your relationships aren't working, it's because you're taking that same frame of mind into the next relationship because you, you're not addressing the proper issues. If you're dealing with your finances, all these different things play the part. So it's all about changing new habits. Well, the way the way we change change our habits, the first thing is I gotta change my mind. Yes. I gotta change my mind. The Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So the first step to change is to be aware of what I'm thinking. Be aware be consciously aware of what I'm thinking, how I'm thinking, and what what emotion comes when I'm thinking about a particular thing. If you're thinking about something that 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 has hurt you and that's where you have been thinking about, you're gonna become from your own perspective, you're gonna be in a mood or you're gonna be in an attitude. And if that's not what you want, in order to change that, you have to start thinking about what you want and then move toward that particular goal. And I think if you would just change your, your, your thinking in that area, because when you change your thinking, you change your uh, chemicals or, or your hormones that, that are produced from those particular thoughts. For instance, if, if you, if you want to feel good about something, you are going to have dopamine as as a change. You're going to have uh, that good feel chemical running through your, your brain, which is going to run through your mind, which is going to run through your body, which is going to make you feel good. I, I mentioned to Ken when he, when he drove, drove up here to the war room, when, it, when I first saw him, that he gave me a pleasure feeling because just seeing him brought pleasure that there was no anxiety there was no frustration there was no heartache there was no headache associated with his arrival see i'm just a bundle of joy folks you hear what he's saying i am a bundle of joy praise god go ahead he's a work in progress ah real funny <laughs> but anyway that's 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 how it has to be we have to be able to uh to change our thinking and then how I act is based upon how I feel and how I feel turns on and off these particular genes. But that's a deep subject in and of itself. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to bring this to a close. And if y'all want to talk about it some more, 
because uh, there's so much more we can talk about. But um, yeah, let us know. Leave a voicemail, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Uh, hit your boy up. It's K Steel, words of wisdom. I'm with my boy Thurman Baker. And you can reach me on uh, at Kendrick Steel, like standing still, at F, um, on Facebook. Or you can reach me on um, Instagram. It's Creative Ambition. It's C R E A T V A M B T I O N. If you don't, ambition just means desire. If you don't have the desire, you must create it. That is Creative Ambition. Or you can do it on Twitter, YouTube, same thing. Holla at your boy. See you on the next one. Peace out.